you want to be the ugliest medical professional walking the streets of America. And I'm not talking physically, doctors, yeah, right. folks, but I'm talking about, I'm talking about you want, if somebody investigates into the, uh, the prospect of suing you, you want them to see that you have nothing available that they can take from you or very, very little. You want to be the ugliest potential or lawsuit person on planet Earth. And that's really what this is all about. If everything that you own is out of your name, and owned by separate LLCs or S-Corps or family limited partnership with these tools that we use, well, then they can't take anything from you. Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Podcast, Doctor's Edition. One of the fastest growing regenerative medicine and anti-aging podcasts in the world. Each and every Tuesday and Thursday, I talk to the top experts to show doctors how to market, manage, and magnify their practice to help more people and make more money. Each episode is short and to the point without wasting your time with pointless conversation. Learn the skills to be successful without traveling to seminars or paying for expensive consulting fees. Are you ready? Because I am. I'm Dr. Ross Carter, and it's time to start the Regenerative Warrior Podcast now. Two things before we get started. The views expressed by our guests are not necessarily those of Dr. Carter or this podcast. One of our podcast partners has just announced special pricing for our listeners. Wharton's Jelly Allograph for $475 per cc. You heard that right, only $475. White papers are available. This is for a limited time, so act now. Why pay double or triple the price from other providers? To learn more or to order, text your name and the word Jelly, J-E-L-L-Y, to 561-962-1231. Write that down. It's 561-962-1231. Three, one. On with the show. Hi, this is Dr. Ross Carter with the Regenerative Warrior Podcast. My special guest today is Art McUmber. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be with you. Fantastic. It was interesting. I was looking a little bit into your past, and I understand you used to work for the FBI. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. What exactly did you do with the FBI? Well, I was down in San Diego, California for 15 years, and I did bank robbery investigations, kidnappings, fugitives, drugs counterterrorism, a little bit of everything. I was undercover for a couple of years. Had a great time with the Bureau. Wow. That's what we watch in the movies. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, yeah. That's exciting. But it now, was. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Now, that's not where you focus now. We're talking about, now you help doctors out. Tell me that's a little right. bit about how you got involved in this and how you help doctors. Well, you know, when I transitioned to the business world, I found out very quickly that I needed something called asset protection. I wasn't really sure, you know, what that was or what that consisted of. And so I started calling different lawyers to get advice on what to do. And every time I called a different lawyer, I got a different answer. And that's always frustrating. You know, you're thinking, well, there's got to be one best way to get this done. And a good friend of mine who is also an entrepreneur, he said, Art, you need to talk to Dan McNeff. And so I reached out to him and he and I got together and he showed me and explained to me everything that the company does. And about halfway through his presentation, I interrupted him and I said, I've got to ask you a quick question. He goes, sure. I said, why is everything you're telling me making so much sense? And every time I talk to any other lawyer, they just confuse the heck out of me. And he goes, oh, it's simple. It's because I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> I said, oh, I assumed you were a lawyer. He goes, no, no, I'm a business owner. I have lawyers that work for my company. They take care of all the legal stuff. But no, I'm a businessman. You're a businessman. I'm a businessman. That's why this is making sense. And I said, oh, fine. Proceed, please. <laughs> so then I became a client of the company. And long story short, Dan asked if I'd like to, you know, go out there and, and share with medical professionals how we can help them. And I think the reason why 
I get along so well with my doctors, my nurse practitioners, my physician's assistants, all these wonderful people in the medical world, and I'm not a doctor, is because I'm a businessman, and they're business people. And sometimes they don't look at themselves as business people, and they have to. They absolutely have to, because they are. And so when we talk business to business, it makes sense, it clicks, it resonates with them, and you know they get excited about the things that we do for them, and nobody else has ever explained to them or told them how this is done, and we have a great relationship with these new clients of ours. So what is it that doctors don't know? I mean, so they're being a doctor, but you're saying they need to remember they're a business person, but what are the areas that they need to concern themselves with? Well, first and foremost, I know that the average medical professional has an understanding that they're a target for lawsuits in America, but I don't think they know how bad that target is or how much they're targeted. And so we explain to them and help them understand you are the biggest target. Trial lawyers in this country come at you more than any other occupation. And it's because the perception of deep pockets that, you know, if you're a medical professional, if you've got DR period in your name or MD at the end of your name, you must have a lot of money. That's an attraction for lawsuit. They touch the public for a living. There's not a lot of occupations out there that actually physically touch the public for a living. As a law enforcement professional, we get sued quite a bit as well. And so also because we touch the public. Of course, I wasn't healing them. I was arresting them and putting them in jail. People don't appreciate that, but, but uh, you know, the target because they're the perception of wealth, because they touch the public, because they have malpractice insurance. They have to, by law, I think every state except Florida requires you to have it, and people target them because they have insurance. Oh, I'm, I'm going to sue this big insurance company and get a big paycheck. And the last reason they're targeting more than anybody else is because the trial lawyers out there, they know that doctors don't know this stuff. Medical professionals don't have this in place. They know that they may have talked to some lawyer who specializes in one of a million other things. They don't specialize in asset protection. Some mistakes are made. Holes are left behind. And trial lawyers are going to capitalize on those mistakes and the lack of protection that doctors have. You know, and I tell my clients, my doctors, I say, listen, it's not your fault that you don't know these things. Thousands of hours of med school residency and training to become doctors and medical professionals and physicians assistants and such. How much time has anybody ever stood in front of them teaching you how to do this? I can answer that. None. Yeah, yeah, none, right? You know, you're a doctor. And it's exactly. just not part of the curriculum. And so they're really like, I hate to say it, but they're like sheep out there waiting to be, you know, slaughtered by the legal system in our country. Over 90% of all lawsuits worldwide take place here in the United States. We are the most litigious, crazy country in the world. And it's oh tragic. Goodness. So, you know, these doctors, they understand that after we talk and I'm like, wow, okay, so what do we do? How do we protect ourselves? And of course, that's what we do for them. Now, you mentioned malpractice. I mean, since I have malpractice, I should be safe, right? I mean, doesn't that take care of everything? Well, the malpractice insurance company, uh, they're big and powerful, and doctors pay heavily to those folks. And if there's a malpractice situation and a settlement is made, yes, the insurance company will likely pay that check. And, of course, the doctor or the PA or the nurse, whoever it is, can you know, sigh a sigh of relief that they didn't have to cut that check. The problem is a lot of doctors, a lot of medical professionals don't know what comes after the malpractice settlement check. They don't understand that the National Practitioner's Data Bank is going to be notified that the NPDB is like a scarlet letter for doctors, like a black mark on their record that really can cripple them. And the National Practitioner's Data Bank can open an investigation into what happened, or they can refer the investigation to the state medical board. Investigations can lead to suspension and revocation of license. These things are all very detrimental things that occur after malpractice settlement situations. And so as of a year ago, we brought a doctor on board. He is a doctor of dentistry, and he all, he's a very successful doctor in the past. He owns several dental practices. 
but he also got his JD in asset protection law because of a legal situation that happened in his life and how detrimental it was, and especially the after effects of the National Practitioners Data Bank. And so he figured out within the legal system how we can help protect our clients from the massive damage that can occur after a malpractice settlement case. We call it SHIELD, Strategic Healthcare License Defense, and it's just one of the many things we do for our clients is to change the protocols, change their contracts, change the way they're set up and established so that they will not be so susceptible to the damage that comes after a malpractice settlement situation. My understanding is that there's other things that attorneys go after besides just malpractice. Isn't that correct? Yes, and that's the other thing that our wonderful doctors and medical professionals out there have to realize is that a large percentage and a large portion of the lawsuits that come at them, of course, have something to do with the practice of medicine and malpractice situations. But a large percentage also have nothing to do with the practice of medicine. These are lawsuits that target them because of their wealth or because of their prestige or whatever. These are every day, we call them life-happening lawsuits. These are things that happen outside of the practice. And if something, you know, a fender bender or something like that happens with maybe somebody who's not in such a prestigious situation or not perceived to have so much wealth, you know, the insurance company comes in and takes care of it. But quite often, when a lawyer is hired in an incident like that and the lawyer finds out that the person on the other end is a doctor, well, then all of a sudden now there's a civil suit that comes behind it. There's lawsuits that come because they understand that they've got deep pockets and they're going to try and go after some of that. And so we protect our clients from malpractice-related situations, and we also protect them from everything outside of the practice of medicine. And that's what asset protection is all about, making sure that everything that they own is not in their name and not accessible by the courts or by lawyers. And that's when establishing LLCs, S-Corps, and such plays such an important role. And that's what we do. Well, Americans traditionally, I mean, I, I read this article once that said, how do Americans want to try to get rich? Or well, how do they think they're going to get rich? And they're like, one was they'd inherit it or marry it or something like that. But one of them, like the top three or four was they sue for it. And, That's you right. know, I, That's right. and most people don't marry rich that I know of. And inheritance, yeah, that's not very common either. So I think most Americans say, well, if I can't do it this way, they're not going to earn it, so they'll just try to do a lawsuit for it. Is that pretty much how it works here? Well, that is exactly how it works in our country. And see, the reason why it's so poor, bad here and why the numbers are so bad against the United States is that our legal system does not punish for people for bringing bogus lawsuits. And so if somebody sues somebody, the lawyer they hire is on a commission base only. So the lawyer doesn't get paid unless they make money for their client. And so in that situation, if somebody sues you, Dr. Carter, and it's a bogus lawsuit and the judge throws it out, you still have to pay your lawyer. And That's not every right. Other country out that there, is so it's not wrong. Right. It's so wrong. And every other country out there, you lose a lawsuit. You got to pay the person's legal fees that you sued. You got to pay the court fees. You got to pay your lawyer. You got to pay everybody. Well, that obviously, you're not going to bring a lawsuit against somebody in some other country unless you've got a really legitimate lawsuit. That's not the case here. It's almost become a cottage industry. People sue, and they know that if they win, they win. If they lose, they don't lose anything, and they'll just roll on to the next lawsuit. And it sounds jaded, and it sounds horrible, but it's not jaded. It is absolutely horrible, and it is on the rise, especially when economically things get tough in America. You see these numbers. These, we call them slip-and-sue lawsuits or, or just concocted right. bogus lawsuits. You see them just go out the roof, and that's the problem. That's what we have to help these doctors understand is you want to make yourself so unattractive. You want to be the ugliest medical professional walking <laughs> the streets of America. And I'm not talking physically, doctors, yeah, right. folks, but I'm talking about, I'm talking about you want, if somebody investigates into the, uh, the prospect of suing you, you want them to see that you have nothing available that they can take from you 
or very, very little. You want to be the ugliest potential suing or lawsuit suit person on planet Earth. And that's really what this is all about. If everything that you own is out of your name and owned by separate LLCs or S-Corps or family limited partnership with these tools that we use, well, then they can't take anything from you. Sorry for the interruption again. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allografts, exosomes, supplements, legal health, or how to create a million-dollar business card and dominate your area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and any question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or go to our website at drrosscarter.com to learn more. Don't forget about our current $475 Warden's Jelly Special. On with the show. And the problem that most medical professionals have is that everything they own is in their name. You know, they might have an LLC for the practice. You know, they've got an LLC for the business, the practice. But then they got way too much stuff inside there. They've got a building in there. They've got big fat bank accounts. They've got all this expensive equipment owned by the company. Well, right. something happens at the office and the lawyer looks at that and sees the ownership of all these things. Well, that's too exciting. It's too attractive. So we would take that doctor. We'd take his or her items that the business owns. We'd take them out of the business, put them in LLC ownership, put them away from the business. The doctor says, well, I'm still using them. They're still part of the business. Well, that's fine. But the business doesn't own them. The business owns a couple months operating expenses, and that's about it. When we set it up, everything else that the, that the business uses to run itself is owned in separate LLCs. And the reason for that, Dr. Carter, is that the LLC protects what's inside of it from an outside lawsuit. So if something happens over here and you're sued over here, they can't come back over here and take something else away from you because it's not in your name. It's protected in an LLC. So the LLC protects what's inside of it from an outside lawsuit. The LLC cannot protect the thing inside of it if the thing inside of it causes the lawsuit. And so the key then is to separate your high-risk assets from each other, not to lump them together in one LLC. happens all the time. Doctors come up to me, I've got four rental properties. I've got them all in one LLC. Okay, that's dumb. If any one of those four families has a problem and a lawsuit ensues and you lose that lawsuit, the judge will liquidate all four properties to give to the person who sued you in one. And so if you have four rental properties, Dr. Carter, how many LLCs should you have? At least four. <laughs> At least four. <laughs> Separate your high-risk assets from each other. And I know it sounds like massive common sense. But again, these people, these wonderful medical professionals, they're never told this, see? No. They don't understand this. They're doctors. They're nurses. They're PAs. They're working their butts off helping us be healthy and, and be taken care of. And the whole time they have no idea how exposed they are. It can't stay that way. And that's what we fix. That's amazing. You know, I was thinking, I was at a continuing education, and doctors are doing this continuing education, learning how to do practice better. And I assume attorneys do the same thing, right? How to sue doctors better is pretty much what they're learning. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's the other thing I tell these doctors. I say, these trial lawyers, they're going to conferences just like you. But their conferences, like you said, Dr. Carter, is learning how to better sue you. And not how to better sue. See, they've got the lawsuit part down figured out really well. They have for years, for decades. They don't spend their resources and lobby efforts and such today trying to get laws passed to sue doctors. They, they're trying to get laws passed that allow them to take the clients, the suing persons, the person who they sued, to take their assets. You see, it's one thing to sue somebody, but if you can't sue somebody and then take their assets, well, why did you bother? And that's the whole point, right? We want to make sure that they have a horrible time, if any chance at all, of taking anything 
from our clients who have set up proper asset protection. Isn't lawsuits all about who's right and wrong? And if you do the right thing, then you should be okay? No, that is long, long since passed. I've actually had a trial lawyer tell me it's not about right or wrong. We can always find some reason to sue somebody. It's really about how much chance do we have to win and how much can we gain by winning. And I know, again, that sounds really horribly jaded, but that's just the industry that they're in. That's what they do. They identify and find any reason they can to bring a lawsuit against somebody, and then they want to collect. They want to be able to make it pay off. That's just the reality of America today. That's why that number is so ridiculous. It is a massive, booming legal lawsuit industry, and it's very unfortunate. I would say so. So you were saying basically you have high-risk assets that basically they should have their own company or LLC kind of thing? Is that what you were saying? Exactly. Yep. You uh, own a rental property. That property should not be in your name. That property should be owned by an LLC. And it's really just that simple. And again, could somebody set up their own LLC? Sure. But there are particulars and details of what you want to do and the things that you want to have in that LLC that, uh, of course, we take care of and make sure. But the concept is simple. Take the things that you own that are in your name, get them out of your name, get them in proper business ownership, get them in proper protection. And so does that relate to helping save money on taxes or how does that relate? Well, it does directly relate and of course indirectly relate. When it comes to the tax savings part of what we do, our clients have signed on with us to protect their assets. And so along the way, we learn you know, what assets they have. Obviously, we protect them. And then we get into a good detailed discussion with our client about you know, what's your income, what is your existing tax structure like, and then we help them understand that there are tax strategies and tax laws out there that they probably have never heard of. And again, why would they? You know, they don't hire tax strategists typically. They cost thousands of dollars to hire somebody who specializes in, in creating a tax reduction strategy for their client. Big companies have those and very successful, very wealthy people have those, but the average medical professional doesn't. They've got a great CPA who files their taxes and does a great job of that, but there's nobody actually really looking out there to figure out how can we help this person really save on their taxes. And so we've hired tax strategists. They work for our company full-time. And that's another service we provide for our clients as we help them understand some great tax strategies that are out there, help them reduce their tax burden. Boy, they really appreciate that too, for obvious reasons. So that's kind of a combination. You've got tax strategy savings plus protection from losing the assets that you're trying to create, right? Exactly. And then the third part of what we do is the shield protection we talked about earlier, right? Helping them and protecting them from the National Practitioner's Data Bank and from the results of malpractice lawsuits. So three things that we do, asset protection for their estate, license protection. If you think about it, Dr. Carter, the the most important asset that any medical professional owns is their license to practice medicine. And, you know, if a doctor gets sued and they clean them out, you know, if that doctor, if he or she can go back to work with their license and create income, they can replace those things. And it would be horrible experience, but they can at least replace them. If you're sued and they take your stuff and then a, a legal system also takes your license to practice medicine, now where are you? I mean, you're, you're in a really bad spot. And so the most important asset that the medical professionals own is that license to practice medicine. So we've set up shield to protect that license. And then of course, the tax saving strategies, so three pronged approach to helping our clients. That's awesome. You know, one of the things that comes to mind is when somebody gets even threatened with a lawsuit that it affects everything about you, you know, because we are the business. And if we're freaked out about scared about a lawsuit, it makes it difficult to be even practice. And, you know, you were saying just making the doctor unattractive so that there's not never a proceeding that even gets started. Preventing it from ever happening is 
better than waiting till you have a lawsuit and you have your malpractice or whatever to try to protect you some, but that still can destroy your mentally. I mean, it's hard for that. It's so true. And we know for a fact that solid asset protection like we create is a deterrent. And we've been told by lawyers that, yeah, we do a background check and we just tell our client, you got to drop this case. Well, how come? I've got a great case against Dr. Carter. Well, because you're not going to get anything. If you don't get anything, we don't get anything. It's just not worth it. You got to let it go. And that, of course, is our ultimate goal. We'd love it if none of our 10,000 clients even opened a letter saying, we're suing you. I mean, your heart falls out of your chest and you feel like you want to just start crying like a little baby. I mean, it's a horrible experience. I've been sued and it sucks to get that letter. But that's the ultimate goal is that we don't even want a lawsuit brought against our client. Now, if somebody actually sued the client of ours, and it happens, mm-hmm. some lawyers are lazy and they don't do a background check and they don't see the asset protection we put in place, we tell all our clients, if you get sued, you call us. I mean, call us first. Call us right away. <laughs> you can call your your lawyer right. and 300 bucks an hour, you can call him or her later. You can you know, call us right away. We're going to contact, we're going to reach out to that lawyer who's suing our client and we have a little discussion with them. And <laughs> we always tell them, you know, it's professional courtesy. We'd like to send you a copy of the blueprint. It's a schematic that shows everything we've done for our client. You know, we send that to the lawyer and we have a, a chat. We walk them through it. We show them everything that we've done and why we've done it. And basically we let them know we're going to fight tooth and nail to make sure you don't get anything. And that's what we've set up here. And, you know, we just want to share that with you as a professional courtesy. Goodbye. And then within a couple of weeks, our client gets a letter in the mail. And the lawsuit's been dropped. And that is everything. We don't even want our clients to end up in the legal court system. We don't want them to have to pay some lawyer 10, 15, 20,000 bucks to go in and get some bogus case thrown out of court. How about we just get it thrown out completely right now just by showing this lawyer what they're up against, what they should have seen uh, before they sued our client, what they should have found in a simple background check that this stuff existed. We'll make sure that they know about that when we get that lawsuit thrown out. Yeah, I mean, that's the fear that I think every medical professional has is for whatever reason, they're going to get sued and it can take out their business. I actually know some friends of mine that actually got sued and it it destroyed their business. I mean, they couldn't recover, not just because of the financial, and they didn't even lose the lawsuit. They won, but they still had so many attorney fees that they had to pay that, you know, I mean, it just destroys the business. You're just trying it to protect does. yourself. Business, the reputation, I mean, it's just, uh, it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah, I imagine so. Well, all right. Is there anything that we are missing that I should know? No, Dr. Carter, I really appreciate this opportunity. And it was great meeting you in the past and talking yes. to you and learning from you all the wonderful stuff that you do for medical professionals out there. You know, educational forums like this are critical. And They're constantly getting their CME and they're constantly getting educated, but you know, stuff like this is outside the norm. And I think that's why we're so positively received when we go to conferences. Doctors will come up all the time and they'll say, man, thank you so much for coming because we don't learn this stuff. And it's a breath of fresh air to actually be able to put the spotlight on ourselves and get a little training on how to protect us because most of their training and rightly so is about how to take care of the patient, how to be a better doctor, better nurse, better physician's assistant a better medical professional. But we tell them that's great and that's important, but for the next hour, it's all about you and the legal system in America and how to protect yourselves. And so I uh, really appreciate the opportunity to come on with you and share these things. And uh, we'll look forward to, you know, uh, getting to know some of your podcast members down the road as they call in and, and get more information. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to be notified of all new episodes and also like and share this to help us grow. 
To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, to have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card to dominate your local area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and your question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or you can go to our website at drrosscarter.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R.com to learn more. Until next time, this is Dr. Ross Carter signing off. Signing off.